Shalom, Mishpocha. Shalom, family. Mishpocha is a Hebrew word, means family, and we're the Mishpocha, the family with a Jewish heart, made up of Jewish and non-Jewish people. We slice the middle wall of separation between Jew and Gentile. It's finally come down. Why? Because Paul says in the second chapter of Ephesians, the whole reason Jesus came was to break down that wall of separation between Jew and Gentile to form a brand new species of being, the full body of Messiah. And I believe that as these two people groups of God come together in Jesus, we will see the greatest demonstration of power, signs, and wonders, and evangelism the world has ever seen. Now, one of the forerunners in this whole move of understanding healing uh, were a couple that are now in heaven, uh, affectionately called the Happy Hunters, Charles and Francis Hunter, and they have a daughter who has been my guest many times, Joan Hunter. And what Joan has done, which I think is so wonderful, is she was mentored by them. She learned everything that they knew. And now she, God's given her her own ministry, which I believe is at a deeper level uh, than her parents went to. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Joan, but I don't believe you could have got to where you are today without their mentorship. That is correct. And they were a tremendous influence in my life. Uh, they made healing very, very simple. And it's like, if Charles and Francis can do it, you can do it too. And it's like, okay. And uh, just believe that and did it. And didn't ever know otherwise. I never knew that people aren't supposed to get healed. You know, that some people don't get healed in services and some people don't get healed when they're prayed for because this is what I was taught, that Jesus came to heal all sickness and all disease. Well, you know, it's one thing to be taught it. It's another thing to have gone for years to their meetings and seeing it happen right before your eyes. I, I would have to believe uh, that you have faith for any miracle that anyone needs. Absolutely. There is no doubt about that. People come to me and they go, I don't have any faith for my healing. It's like, don't worry. I got enough faith for both of us. <laughs> I'm seeing phenomenal signs, wonders, and miracles everywhere I go, whether in the marketplace or in the services. Well, it, one of the things you told me before we got on the air is that because you've been on our program several times, uh, a lot of people with serious problems, sexual abuse, traumas of all kinds, uh, problems of all kinds, really things that doctors almost, you know, they give up on. They, they do the best they know. Psychiatrists do the best they know, and they do help to a degree, but there's some cases they can't help with. These people have been showing up at your meetings, and as a result, of what you have learned from seeing the most impossible cases being healed, uh, you've written a new book called Freedom Beyond Comprehension. And I love the title, uh, but you also told me before we went on the air uh, that uh, just recently uh, a someone that was bipolar since the age of two. Tell me about that person. 
this lady came in as a last resort uh, to the services, and this is fairly recently, and the doctors had given her no hope. And she tells me, you know, she says, I've been bipolar since I was two. And then she says, I have been on bipolar medicine since I was five. And she's like 30 years old. And you could tell she was very, very drugged, uh, you know, just to try to maintain stability in her life. And I said, well, obviously something happened at the age of two. And she says, my father beat me and beat me and beat me. And, and then she was later molested by an uncle and molested by her father. And because of the horrific trauma that she received as a child, and I call it a, an emotional earthquake, which causes all of your chemicals to go out of alignment and out of balance. And so I prayed for her. I cursed the spirit of trauma. I cried. So I removed the label of bipolar in Jesus' name. And I said, I speak life, health, and wholeness. I command all the chemicals to go back into proper alignment in Jesus' name. And, and then I went on from there. I said, now, what did you do to make your father beat you? And she's like, well, nothing. I said, you know, I kind of pressed a little bit. I said, well, now, what did you do? you know, to do this, or what did you do that caused your uncle to molest you? She's like, nothing. I said, well, you're telling me nothing, yet for, you know, 30 years, you've been blaming yourself that it was your fault. Of course, at that point, she starts crying. And uh, and I said, we're going to take full responsibility for what happened to you, and I'm going to have you actually verbalize it out loud because you've already been carrying it. So I said, Father, I let her in a prayer. Father, I take full responsibility for my father beating me. I take full responsibility of my uncle molesting me. And I'm tired of carrying that anymore, and I don't want to anymore. So I lay all of that guilt and false responsibility on your altar, and I release it to you in Jesus' name. For the first time in her life, she was no longer felt no feelings whatsoever of guilt that she brought any of that on. And she had carried that. She got completely set free of bipolar. The medicine that she was taking, she immediately, boom, came out of the stupor and was normal for the first time in, well, really in her life. And she was like, I feel so free. She, got, she actually physically grew taller an inch or two. And the heaviness on her shoulder left. Uh, you know, I, I, I just I, I, I want to bring out something. I see people walking that are not, you know, in their 80s or 90s, and they're stooped over. Uh, and this is just a theory I have. I haven't seen this happen, but what you said uh, triggered this. I almost believe that if they could get rid of the clutter that's inside of them, they would straighten up and be taller. Absolutely. And the shame, the shame a lot of times causes the shoulders to go inward hmm. and like, cover, you know, and just, you know, cower their head and they, their shoulders go in. And when they get free, and I mean, I literally took her shoulders and dusted off the shame off this woman. And, and it was just like, as soon as I was dusting, her shoulders rotated around and, and her head became tall and her neck was straight. Her shoulders were straight. Uh, there was no like C between her, you know, her shoulders, her chest and her other shoulder. And, and she, and it was like, 
I'm a Christian, I'm healed, I'm set free, I have no more shame, I have no more guilt, I have no more bipolar, I am set free, I have gotten rid of all of the clutter in my heart and in my head, and I am free. I mean, she went home, woo, screaming, it was really exciting. Well, I'm sure that's where, because of all these people you see getting free, I mean, things like even Alzheimer's, uh, have you had much success with Alzheimer's, and how do you pray for them? I have had a lot of success with Alzheimer's, and uh, and what I do is, number one, I curse the spirit of Alzheimer's. I command the person to become back in their right mind in Jesus' name. First of all, actually, I curse the spirit of trauma, because a lot of times trauma will bring that on. And then in the natural, I pray if they, because they actually have a surgery that is helping, and so I pray what the surgery does. They put a stint in the net back. I, I would much rather have you pray than have someone put a stent in my brain. I can tell Absolutely. you that. <laughs> and it drains the brain fluid. So what I do is I say, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I, I curse trauma, curse Alzheimer's, etc. And I said, in the name of Jesus, I command the excess fluid in this brain, which kind of makes the brain kind of fuzzy and uh, wobbly, so to speak. And I said, I curse that the excess fluid in the, in the brain, command it to be supernaturally drained off. I command the spinal cord to produce the proper level of fluid into the brain that it needs and no excess in Jesus' name. And I command the mind to return to perfect balance in Jesus' name, proper memory, because the word says that the memory of the just is blessed in Jesus' name. And it's amazing. Some are healed instantly. Some are healed uh, over a process of time because a lot of times the people are on such heavy medication uh, that when the medication wears off, that's when they realize that they really got their mind back. Now, I have to ask you, everything you say causes another question to pop out of me. Uh, Why don't you just put your hand Be healed in Jesus' name. Why do you go through these steps? Because that's the way God told me to pray. Well, that's enough for me. You know, (laughs) I'm not going to limit God. But the truth is, it works. It does work the other way. But for me, I pray very, very specifically. You know, and if I were to call you George, you wouldn't respond. If I call you Sid, you're going to respond. And I name every disease, the world's already given it a name, I call it by name, command it to leave, and it responds to its name and his name. Well, I think it is so phenomenal, your brand new book. It's literally just off the press, brand new. The title is Freedom Beyond Comprehension, and it's a practical guide to sever your painful past, get rid of all that clutter that is inside of you that's stopping you from hearing God, stopping you from walking and manifesting the the health that God wants for you. I mean, in the Old Covenant, if they walked in the desert with not one feeble among them, how much greater under the New Covenant? And But Joan, sometimes I wonder, you're writing it's so simplistic. Don't you need something more complex to get free of all these the junk we have inside of us? Well, I've had a lot of junk in my life. I've had a lot of different situations 
that have happened to me, and God has gone in and completely cleared out the clutter in my heart, any form of unforgiveness, any form of guilt, any form of of being told I was stupid uh, from my teachers and retarded, to never, you know, being told never be able to read or write, and now this is my 10th book, Praise God. And so what is happening and has happened in me is like, I'm not the only one. So I wrote, I write out roadmaps. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We're at, we're out of time, but you need her roadmap because she has the prayers. I mean, there's such an anointing. There's testimonies here. They'll so build your faith. We're offering the book and her three CD series called Get Rid of Clutter deals with getting rid of depression and guilt and getting the right label on you. Stop believing those lies. And we're making the three CDs and this brand new book available for a gift of $35. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697. 1-800-447-2697. Joan, you talk a lot about trauma. For starters, what is trauma? Trauma is, uh, it can be different things to different people. Obviously, any form of abuse, verbal, mental, sexual, etc. Um, it can be somebody losing their job. It could be um, just uh, like a divorce, uh, betrayal, different things, something from parental. Uh, it can, it just, whatever. Uh, you know, I'm told a lot of women that have abortions uh, and at the time, they may even not be a believer in the Messiah. Uh, and then they become a believer. But somehow that trauma stays with them. Uh, have you dealt with women that have had abortions and, and still have that trauma and that deep sadness within them? Yes, I I pray over their heart uh, for trauma and grief. I also pray over the abdominal area for grief and loss. And, uh, and I actually address that in the new book, Freedom Beyond Comprehension, of some people that have had abortions and as I've ministered and how they've gotten free of the guilt. And it was like, the, is she, the, you know, one of them, particular, she says, I felt like I didn't have any other choice. I wasn't married at the time. And, and sometimes people feel like there just really isn't any other choice, but there is another choice. But once the abortion has happened, at that point, you know, you can't go back. You only have to go and seek the freedom. And so obviously repent for the sin, which has probably already happened. And, uh, and then once again, put your hand on your heart, curse the trauma, and then the hand on the abdominal area because there is a tremendous loss there. And that area it experiences grief. And, 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 and that tr- the, uh, the grief in the abdominal area can cause uh, different problems later on in life, some personal problems, some cycle problems, and different things like that, not because of a physical thing, but because of the trauma that happened. Uh, a lot of people, especially with the Internet and pornography, so accessible. I'm amazed at, uh, at 
children, younger and younger, having sex, I'm amazed at the increase of uh, abuse of children. Now, I won't go into detail, but even in, in certain religions, it's actually uh, in their holy book, uh, they say being a pedophile uh, is acceptable. Amazing to me. Uh, when you bump into someone that's been sexually abused as a child, give me an example, one testimony. What do you do? Oh, wow. One testimony. There's thousands, to say the least. Um, you know, but there is one lady, uh, and her testimony is actually on uh, the in, within the, the three CDs that we have. And she gave her testimony of her father and her grandfather abusing her. And as a result of that, she could trust no men. And she, in turn, turned to women and mm. became a lesbian because she felt safe around women, and the men abused her. She also gained a lot of weight so that men would not be attracted to her. And so she got set free of the guilt of, you know, of cause, you know, basically making those men, you know, molest her. I, I, I have to ask you this question. That just what you have described to me, someone would be in counseling uh, for a decade and they and, and they may never get free. How long does it take you when you pray a supernatural prayer for him to get someone like that that spent a lifetime being messed up free? Well, they walk in the service one way and they leave healed the other way. All right. What about the people that don't go to your service? If they and this is the most important question I can ask you this week: If someone gets your brand new book, Freedom Beyond Comprehension and get your three CDs uh, called Get Rid of Clutter, where you deal with things like depression, guilt, uh, how, how to walk the way God's really called you to walk. Uh, you talk about people can get healthy and then help everyone around them get healthy. Can they do the same thing you do if they follow what you teach in the book? I mean, the, the Amish, between you and me, can they really get free? Absolutely. When I went through a really hard time in my life about 12 years ago, the counselor said, you know, seven, eight years, but you'll really, you will never, ever, ever get over it. Well, I talk about in the book how I got over it and then how God erased the pain of my past so the memory of all the abuse in my life growing up is just not there. But, 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 but wait a second. Are you telling me? I mean, uh, fortunately, I didn't have a problem like that when I was young. Uh, but, uh, but I had some junk happen to me. Uh, and um, are you telling me that not only is it going to be gone, you're not going to even have think about it anymore supernaturally? You're going to know that, say, George hurt you. So that George can't hurt you again. But what George did to you, you won't remember. God is totally wiping all that away, wiping out visuals uh, of dem you know, like people that are, have been raped. They knew that this person raped them, but they actually have no remembrance of it whatsoever. God totally wipes it away. Now, now psychiatrists say that one of the toughest addictions in the world is 
the addiction to pornography. And they offer very little hope for the people that have been doing it for years. What do you say? Well, you've got to know what the key is and what the root is. The Word says that as a man has done it in his heart, he has done it. And when a husband and wife get married, a male and female get married, they go into covenant with one another. And then when people are um, having sexual activities outside of marriage, it's still a covenant. And those covenants need to be renounced, including the covenant with pornography. I am literally having so many people healed and set free of pornography where instead of like, I can't do it, I don't want to do it. There's just no desire anymore because the covenant has been broken and has been renounced. So, 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 but, but, but a psychiatrist, they know a lot about the mind, and they're not having great results with these people that are addicted to pornography. They say it's one of the strongest addictions, and maybe they're just approaching it in the natural rather than the supernatural, and that's the problem. See, and they're saying it's one of the strongest addictions. What is the strongest thing we as Christians have? It's our covenant. Hmm. Our covenant with God. The strongest bond between a husband and a wife is the covenant that we have. So they go into covenant with pornography, and they, they feel like they have to quit it, and so they get rid of their computer. As in comparison to getting rid of the covenant with, that they have formed mentally, uh, and they re- need to renounce that covenant, and renouncing the covenant, they're no longer demonically sucked back into pornography. So people that don't have absolute 100% willpower in those, so it's, it's really a willpower thing versus a God power thing, and the willpower just doesn't cut it with most cases. It doesn't. They may quit it. But they say, oh, there's a computer over there. Uh, um, oh, I, I can't get near the computer. I can't get near the computer. Well, you know what? They need to have the freedom to go to the computer so they can go to SidRoth.org and watch your television programs. But they can't have a computer in their home because they're so drawn to pornography. So they need to get free of the covenant with pornography and have a computer in their home and watch us on TV, on their computer. Uh, you know what? Our time is slipping away, and I have a copy in my hand of your brand new book. Literally, it's just ready to explode nationally, and we are so blessed that we we have a review copy. Uh, it, it is available right now. It's called Freedom Beyond Comprehension. In your heart of hearts, why did you write this book? Because... I have gotten so free, and I want everybody in the world to experience freedom beyond comprehension. And then the three CDs. Uh, One deal, you know, we've had so many calls in our office, people saying, I am just so depressed. What can can you recommend? And we didn't have anything. So you did a special CD for us to get rid of depression. Then... There, you did a CD on getting rid of guilt, um, and uh, and then you did one on labels. Uh, what label are you wearing? Uh, what what does that accomplish? 
Well, what that is is that, you know, we, we look at, you know, clothes. What label is that? What label is that purse? And people put a lot of emphasis on that. Well, the thing is, we have labels. I had a label of stupid. I had a label of divorce. I, I have been, I'm out of time right now. I have a label of out of time. Why do all these people on It's Supernatural hear God's voice? And I don't. What's the matter with me? Am I Swiss cheese? How come all these people are getting healed? And I've been praying for years, and I'm not healed. How come? I don't know. understand. Oh, I know what? I'll say what my grandmother said. God works in mysterious ways. Well, Joan Hunter, God doesn't work in mysterious ways. We just don't understand his ways. One thing that's really awesome about God and what he does is that he is healing the world. He is healing the hearts one by one. And in the, in the book on Freedom Beyond Comprehension, there is a roadmap and, a, and helps and prayers in every chapter. And if it pertains to you or doesn't pertain to you, you can pray it anyway just to make sure that it gets covered. And you, in turn, can walk out all these healings. God has given me very, very simple ways for, for people to walk out of any kind of abuse, any kind of hurt, any kind of, of pain physical or emotional, and getting rid of fibromyalgia, getting rid of all the junk in our heart, all the diseases, bipolar, schizophrenia, and so forth and so on. You can get completely healed and set free. You know, it's so important, Joan, to get this clutter out of our, uh, our, our, our mind and, and our soul because it actually, these wounds... A short circuit manifesting the reality of the promises of God in our life. And what they can keep us from really going forward. Uh, The demonstration that I like to use is like a ball and chain. That the clutter in our hearts are like a ball and chain around our hands so we can't worship the Lord, around our feet so we can't go to where we need to go, around our our wallets and our purses so we can't financially do what God wants us to do, and all these other areas. And it's time that we not only sever those, but lay those, those balls down. And those heavy balls, like bowling balls, to lay them at the altar and be willing to get free, be willing to give these things to God, be willing to forgive the person that hurt you, and go on with everything that God has for you. Because when you're, you know, like say if you have two 50-pound suitcases in your arms, in your hands, you can't raise, raise your hands and worship the Lord. And this is a time of getting the clutter out of your heart, raising your arms up and being so free that you can just worship the Lord. You can wave your hands and be free of any of the pain, any of the painful past. So it's not like, oh, God, I love you. Oh, man, that my uncle really hurt me. Father, I worship you. Oh, man. And constantly remind you because the enemy wants to remind you so you'll quit worshiping the Lord so that you will be distracted. It's getting rid of the clutter, but it's getting rid of the distractions that can keep you from really walking into the call of God on your life. And this is a book that will, and, and CDs that will launch you into your destiny because you're going to be so free 
that nothing is going to be able to hold you back from all that God has called you to do. And more than anything else, peace in your heart, peace in your mind. Uh, Joan, I think it's important. We were talking on yesterday's broadcast about trauma, and people don't get it. What is the toll? What is the effect that happens many years after trauma if it hasn't been dealt with, even in a born-again, spirit-filled Christian? Well, trauma can affect you, and you, you know, and they're actually doing medical studies on that about the effect of trauma on your body and your mind. And trauma can, it opens a door for fibromyalgia, for the many different things of schizophrenia and uh, bipolar and, you know, all kinds of things, chronic fatigue syndrome, um, lack of desire of anything. Uh, it can cause people to overeat. It can cause people to undereat, uh, basically not eat. And, uh, and it can cause sleeplessness. It can cause anything that has to do with a digestive system from food tasting good to constipation to um, uh, any kind of irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, acid reflux, all those type of things. And trauma, what trauma does is part of trauma produces stress hormone. And the stress hormone destroys the immune system. Thus, we have, there are so many autoimmune deficiency diseases in the world right now, and it's because of trauma and stress. Well, what do you do? All right, someone has had a trauma. Someone is dealing with stress constantly, and they have a serious problem. Let's take an actual person uh, and tell me their testimony and tell me how you prayed for them. There, is, there could be all kinds of things. You know, the, the situation with uh, who I referred to earlier in the program of two years old and the stress and the trauma of all that. I have another lady. Uh, her name is Nancy Vincenthaler. Her uh, testimony is in the book, Freedom Beyond Comprehension. And she was healed in one of my services about eight years ago, maybe nine years ago. Her right arm was like several inches shorter than her left arm. And I just figured it was probably neck problem, back problem, you know, and it grew out instantly when we prayed. And then she, like, collapsed to the floor. And I don't know if she fainted or got slain in the spirit, but she was gone. And, uh, and so later I found out her testimony and her father beat her, and it caused it destroyed the growth plate in that right arm, and she raised it up to protect her face. Well, you know, number one, the physical trauma affected the arm, but every time she turned around, her her mother had gave her six stepfathers by the time she was twelve, mm. not to mention her mother's boyfriends. Every one of them abused her in different ways. She would walk and her knee would hurt um, because that's where George beat her. Then her, oh, her back would hurt because that's where, you know, John beat her. And she was in and out of mental institutions. Number one, blamed herself for all that. We're talking about the guilt and not to mention the trauma. And it was safe in the institution because then she didn't have to deal with life because she could not deal with life. And when she got healed, she got healed from the top of her head, soles of her feet, all pain left her body, all cellular memory, which I talk about in the book, 
uh, all cellular memory left her body and totally pain-free. She came to the service. Her, her, the, her psychiatrist told her husband, give up on her. Don't go back. You know, just leave her here. Go find your new wife. Brought her out of the institution to my service as a last hope. Brought her to the service. She was completely set free. Just, just briefly, how did you pray for her? I just cursed the spirit of trauma, commanded it to go. Her arm grew out, and, uh, and I didn't know all this about her. Hmm. But when the spirit of trauma left, all this left with her. All the cellular memory left with her, too. It was amazing. And she did go back to the institution the next day, and her husband said, I just want to thank you guys. The doctor had done a good job. I got me a new wife. They were so proud of him. But they realized that it was Nancy as they picked up her things and they took her home. And she's never had a problem from that day to this. She is now actually in full-time ministry. And, and a woman like that could have never been set free her whole life. And actually, you know what? I find that a lot of people that have all these uh, effects from something that happened when they were young – they learn to live with it, and they don't even know what it's like to be free. And the doctors tell them they have to learn to live with it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't have to learn to live with this. Forget it. You know, it's, let's get rid of it. Not, I don't want you to learn how to deal with it. I want you to learn how to get free, completely uh, free beyond comprehension. Uh, you know, Joan, in addition to your book, Freedom Beyond Comprehension, with the supernatural prayers, and, and you see, these prayers are not just something nice that Joan just wrote out for you. They're from years of experience with people with similar situations. I mean, and it's not just the ones we've, we, we've talked about. It's rejection. It's pain of abuse. It's worthlessness. It's hopelessness. It's depression. It's fear. It's stress. It's grief. Uh, why is there such an epidemic of depression going on right now, Joan? Well, um, I was reminded of a statement the other day, hurting hurt people hurt people. Hmm. And they got it generations back, and then they in turn, because of the pain in their own heart, tend to hurt and be verbally abusive, especially on people that will love them unconditionally, like their children or their spouse. And like, you have to love me because you're my child, but I can abuse you just because of my own hurt and my own frustration. And we've got to get free of our hurts so that we're no longer hurting people around us. And uh, that is so true. Hurting people hurt people. So someone that's hurting you is a hurting person. So you have to get free, and then you can help the person that's been hurting you. I mean, that's the way God intended it to be. We're making this package available for a gift of $35, the book, Freedom Beyond Comprehension. Uh, it, it's interactive with the prayers. You'll get set free. And then three CDs called Get Rid of Clutter. I mean, just amazing freedom available to you for a gift of $35. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697. 1-800-447-2697.
You use a term that I don't think people are familiar with, Joan, although you explain it in the book. What is cell memory? Well, cell memory, also known as cellular memory, is that we mentally remember trauma that happened to us, but our body remembers where we have been hurt or where we have been hit, um, you know, or like we banged our knee or, and it's like, it still kind of hurts, you know, and what happens is I will pray for the spirit of trauma to go, and then I will also pray for cellular memory of that trauma to go. But but you also pray for the chemicals to back to go back into alignment, and you command the electrical and magnetic frequencies of the body to go into alignment. Uh, wh- why are you doing this? Well, because if our bodies are in alignment electrically and magnetically and chemically, then, uh, and then like with pH balance, which is no stress and lack of acid in our body, no sickness can stay in the body. Now, you say a person has trauma, they are diagnosed bipolar, they get chemicals back in their body to bring it back into harmony. So whatever the doctors are doing or say to do, that's how I base a lot of my prayers is to, in the name of Jesus, I, you know, because they give you the chemicals, in the name of Jesus, I command this body and all the chemicals in this body to return to perfect harmony and balance in Jesus' name. A lot of people are wearing magnets uh, around their neck or different places like that. Well, the earth has, because of earthquakes, have been, has knocked, been knocked off of Kelter. And by being knocked off of Kelter, the proper magnetic pull on the earth is not what it used to be. So people are trying to get the magnetism back through magnets, or you in turn can pray. In the name of Jesus, I command all the magnetic frequencies in my body to be in perfect harmony and balance in Jesus' name. I mean, I mean, people get magnets in everything. I like the prayer better than buying all these magnets. There's, we got enough things in our pocket and so forth. <laughs> uh, uh, Joan, uh, you know... Um, you talk in your book, uh, uh, as, well, even a step further, uh, you have your daughter, uh, Spice, who is a doctor of naturopathic medicine, and you, uh, you explain what's going on in the body so you can pray effectively, uh, but you also explain some natural ways of healing. Uh, why do you explain the natural when we have the supernatural? She actually has a chapter in the new book, Freedom Beyond Comprehension, because oftentimes we can get, you know, the prayer, curse of spirit, or trauma, but what do we need to do that to, in order for our body to regain its healthy state in the natural and also maintain that? So what she has done is, you know, she says, first of all, get my mom to pray, you know, or you curse the spirit of trauma, but this is how you rebuild your adrenal glands, because your adrenal glands, because primarily because of stress, can be completely destroyed. And, and mine have been, but I got new adrenal glands, praise God. And so during this... So no amount of medicine would have helped your adrenal glands. <laughs> 
Only the supernatural uh, power of God would have. But, uh, you know, I hear some people say sometimes people catch a miracle. That's an instant healing. And some people catch a healing. That's a gradual uh, miracle. Uh, And while that gradual is going on in the body, it's good to understand some of the natural. Right. I mean, because our food quality has gone down, so we're not getting the proper vitamins. So I take my vitamins every day, and I also take what's called an adrenal supplement because my schedule is unbelievably busy and crazy, so I don't want my adrenal glands to starve. And so I give them a supplement, which is awesome. Of course, my daughter helps me where that's concerned and gives me the proper ones that will, you know, be really, really good and healthy for my adrenals. And uh, well, You know what? I think you're the guinea pig. I think everything you teach is not theory in your life. Everything you've teached, you've used, and you've, and you've seen God make you <laughs> the title of the book, Freedom Beyond Comprehension. Absolutely. And I'm not going to keep it secret of how I got free. I want the world to know how I got free and that they can get free too. Now, now you talk a lot about getting rid of the, of the, the junk uh, and the clutter inside of you supernaturally. Uh, but you also, th- and that's getting rid of the negative, but you also speak about uh, when, when you speak the affirmations of God, of the positive, it changes your life. For instance, tell me about that airline executive. The airline executive, I asked him, I said, um, what, you know, this company was the lowest, um, nobody wanted to fly on this airline, and now everybody flies on that airline. What did you do? Well, people, he became the new president or CEO of this airline, and he went around and just said, he went around and actually talked and probably, and I believe, touched everybody, like touched them on the shoulder or their hand or patted them on the back and said, you're really doing a good job. I'm really glad you're working for such and such airline and really encouraged them and gave them positive stroking. And now that, that airline is, I believe it's the number one in the world right now, which I think is awesome. It might be number two, but it's not below number two. And what happened with the new CEO, he took a very positive stroking effect as in comparison to the negative. You're always late. You're always doing this. You're da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And, and went around and just started complimenting each other. At, uh, at my office, we have a compliment board and or, you know, kudos or whatever you want to call it. And when somebody within the company helps somebody else within the company, we put a little note on the board saying thank you for the whole office to see. And not only do they see it and go, oh, I'm doing a good job. Yes, woo! They get happy, you know, and then they try harder to even do better as in comparison to going, you're doing a horrible job and, you know, and if, if somebody's name doesn't get up there uh, for a while, we, you know, we'll go and we'll approach, is everything okay? And we'll make sure that they are doing okay. And it's a positive stroking uh, that is encouraging people that has turned the atmosphere 
uh, around in this airline company from people that were booking flights that nobody would see to the counter people to the baggage people because they used to have the number one rating of lost luggage. Well, you know, now very rarely, if ever, do they really lose a piece of luggage. Uh, let me let me ask you: You deal in your book with things such as so many different areas. One is false responsibility. Briefly, tell me about the eighty-three-year-old woman that was set free from something that happened when she was age three. Oh, it's a horrible story, but it has a good ending. Uh, she says, "I have fibromyalgia," and she says, "I've had it since I was three, and I'm thought." You know, you can't get fibromyalgia at three. Well, I found out you can. And she saw her um, her big brother, who she absolutely adored, her big brother. Um, they got a hold of a gun, and his best friend shot and killed her brother right in front of her. And he was like seven or eight years old. Her whole life had been destroyed at that point because she looked up to her big brother. He was the protector. He was the one that was going to take care of her. And, And here this horrific situation happened. And so cursed the spirit of trauma, commanded it to go, cursed the spirit of fibromyalgia, spirit of pain, chronic fatigue syndrome in Jesus' name, commanded all of the pain of the past to go, all the memory of that to go in Jesus' name, and it left instantly. And she left, she left the pulpit and ran around the whole church hugging everybody because it didn't hurt to be hugged anymore. And it was so incredible with what God did. But she, you know, with with the false responsibility, she was like, you know, God, you know, I, if I hadn't have been there, if my brother hadn't have, like, stepped in front of me, you know, I would have been killed, not him. So it's my fault that my brother died because he protected me. So we've got to get rid of any of the guilt, any of the false responsibility, any of the true responsibility, too, because, like, you know, if you were really, really bad and you abused your spouse and your spouse divorced you, then you need to, to renounce that full responsibility, too. Is there freedom? Is there, Joan, is there really this freedom for a Christian that has been divorced but repented but still carries that wound, uh, has had an abortion, has been forgiven but still carries that wound. Is there really freedom for people like that? Absolutely. And I'm not writing a book of lies. I'm writing a book of real stories. And a lot of them actually happened to me. And how God has completely set me free from everything that you you know that has happened to me. Now I didn't you know I didn't sleep around, I didn't do drugs and drink, didn't do things like that, but I was abused. And and I had a lot of things in my heart that of the pain and the words uh, whoops, I'm sorry Joan, or we're out of time again. Tell me about someone where the doctor said there is no hope. I have so many people come to the services where the doctors have said there is no hope, whether cancer, whether depression, whether bipolar, schizophrenia. And I remember one instance that happened not too long ago. A lady came into the service. She had, somebody brought her chair in with her, and so she lay down in, you know, like a lawn chair during the service. And I didn't pray for her first, so I knew she was in pain. I prayed for some other people, uh, and, and she watched them get healed. 
and it encouraged her and encouraged her own faith. And I went over and I said, obviously, you've got some kind of pain, probably back pain. And so I had her, you know, very gingerly, I lift, I helped get her to her feet and stand. And uh, she says, I am in so much pain. And she's very, very young. She is in so much pain that she, it was just totally unbearable. And the doctors told her that we have done everything that we know to do. The only way to eliminate the pain is suicide. That is was a doctor's prognosis of her. I don't want to see that doctor ever. <laughs> I'm like, don't go to that doctor anymore, you know? And uh, so I, I prayed for her. I cursed the spirit of trauma on her back, commanded that to go, any cellular memory of the pain to go. I put my hands uh, softly around her neck, uh, kind of like under the chin jawline, and I said, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak new vertebrae and disc and every bit of pain to go in Jesus' name, of which she grew approximately, got about an inch taller because she had lost an inch in height, got an inch taller and, and left totally free of pain, actually didn't sit back in the lawn chair, got one of the chairs that were in the auditorium and uh, to sit in that. And she was so incredibly, she's like, you know, when she was leaving, she says, I really can't believe that I'm healed. I really can't believe I feel this good. And I had another situation that happened in Pennsylvania a few months ago. Unbelievable, just unbelievable trauma in her life and abuse and, you know, horrible stuff from a, a marriage relationship. And, I mean, we just went through this whole list of things wrong with her. And I was talking to her, I prayed for her in the service, and I was talking to her afterwards. I said, how do you feel? She goes, I feel better than um, ever, ever. She says, I've never, ever felt this good. And that's what the freedom that I'm talking about here on this program and also in the book. Let, let me ask you this question. Many doctors say, let, let's suppose a woman that's lived happily with her husband for a lifetime and then the husband dies. The doctors say, well, it usually takes a good three years uh, for uh, you, you have to grieve for a good three years. Some people never stop grieving. Uh, give me a testimony. I'll give you my own. When my mom, our wonderful Frances Hunter, died uh, several years ago, three years ago, I personally got hit with trauma and grief so overcome, it was amazing. They said that my dad would live three to six days longer than my mom, but expect him to go the same week. Well, the night, the evening before, uh, it was the sixth day, and potentially my dad would be dead by 3 in the morning. He lived 11 months longer. But I just, I, I was such a wreck, knowing that here I've just lost my mom, my dad's getting ready to go, trauma came in, I lost my voice, grief, I could hardly even drive, I'm trying to do television the next day, I had no voice, my, my shoulders were heavy, I couldn't lift my shoulders up, I could hardly hold my head up, and I'm like, you know, you spirit of trauma, you spirit of grief, you are trespassing. And I command you to go right now in Jesus' name. And I said, very hard. I'm going in the name of Jesus. I command my voice to come back right now in Jesus' name. And I went, hallelujah. I looked around for my mom in the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom. 
and uh, that heaviness of grief lifted. The trauma lifted off of my body. Now, I still miss my mom. That's different than the heaviness of grieving. If I had not dealt with it right then and there, I believe it would have killed me in these last three years or have totally destroyed me and this ministry. I had to choose, I had to, choose to get rid of it. You know, like you can say, well, I deserve to grieve. It was my mom. You know, and people said, well, obviously she doesn't care too much about her mom because she's not really grieving. No, that wasn't it at all. Because I still miss my mom. I tear up every once in a while. And, you know, with grandbabies coming and they've not been able to see them. And, you know, and just, and it's like, oh, I got the baptism. I got healed. I got this at your parents' service. And I can't call my mom and dad and tell them that. I miss those times. But there's no heaviness and there's no grief and there's no trauma left from that. Uh, Joan, our time is slipping away. And I promised our mishpocha that you would pray for their healing. And I believe that, I absolutely believe that as the Spirit of God, in Yeshua's name, I pull out of you, Joan, the gifting that God has given you and freely you have received. And I ask you now to freely give in Yeshua, in Jesus' name. Amen. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to put your hand on your heart. Then I'm going to ask you to put your hand in a fist a little bit later on, like, say, the left side of your head. Then we're going to move it to the right side of removing some labels. Put your hand on your heart first. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I send the word of healing to every single person that is within the sound of my voice. No matter how many times this program is aired, the anointing is still going to be on it. And, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I send the word of healing to each person listening. I curse that spirit of trauma that has has affected their heart, affected their mind, affected their body. In Jesus' name, I command it to go. I speak health and wholeness into the entire digestive system, from the food going in to the food going out, every place in between, all acid reflux, IBS, Crohn's disease, in Jesus' name. I command the chemicals to go into perfect harmony and balance, in Jesus' name. And I command the electrical and magnetic frequencies to go into perfect harmony and balance, in Jesus' name. I command the hormones to return to perfect harmony and balance, in Jesus' name. I speak health and wholeness, complete restoration. Uh, I curse those ulcers in Jesus' name. I command it to be gone. I command all those polyps in the intestines to go in Jesus' name. A brand new sphincter muscle at the top of the stomach in Jesus' name to keep the acid and the stomach acids in the stomach in the name of Jesus. Now put your hand on your head. Just put it flat on your head first. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, all of these traumatic events that have taken place, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just speak for the the traumatic events to be released and gone and completely erased in Jesus' name. Now put your hand in the fist on the left side and take it right now to the right side of your forehead. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we remove the label of depressed, oppressed, bipolar, ADD, ADHD, cancer victim, betrayed, divorced. Father, in the name of Jesus, we command all those labels, stupid, retarded, uh, never, never, never do anything, unable to complete anything. All of those labels 
that have been placed on us through the years, command all those labels to be gone, all the negative labels to be gone. And in turn, Father, we speak new labels, handsome, beautiful, happy, peaceful, joyful, always smiling, financially blessed, always happy, always has a good thing to say. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for what you have done, what you have accomplished in particular today through this program. Father, we just thank you that these miracles are going to continue to happen. Things are going to start falling off. The clutter is going to start coming out of their brain like they've never experienced before in their entire life. They're going to have clarity of mind. I speak memory to be restored. I curse any spirit of agoraphobia, which is fear of going out. Side and Father, spirit of rejection, abandonment, and anxiety. Command every bit of that to go. And I speak life, health, wholeness, joyfulness, peace, beyond comprehension, freedom that you have never even begun to fathom before in your life. And Father, I thank you right now that you're going to fill them up from the top of their head to the tips of their toes, the tips of their fingers with your love and peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, Joan, I want to get your brand new book literally just off the press into as many people's hands as possible. Why? I want you to be free beyond comprehension. Why? I want you to help everyone around you be free beyond comprehension. Why? Jesus is coming back soon, and he has a destiny for you, and I want you to fulfill it. We'll include the book and the three CDs, Get Rid of Clutter. They're so anointed. It's interactive. Prayers to be set free. Testimonies and teaching to build your faith to be set free. All available for a gift of $35. This is the Shabbat broadcast. The Lord is blessing you right now. The Lord is keeping you right now. The Lord is smiling on you right now. The Lord is gifting you right now. The Lord is surrounding you with favor right now. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach Sikinu, Jesus the Messiah, our righteousness. To hear this week's interview or watch archives of our television show, It's Supernatural!, Visit our website at www.sidroth.org. That's www.sidroth.org. To receive a complimentary copy of our bi-monthly teaching newsletter, materials catalog, or information about becoming Mishpucha or Chalitzim, write to me, Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, 
Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. To place a credit card order, call anytime, 1-800-447-2697. For all other calls, the number is 704-943-6500. That's 704-943-6500. For a CD of this week's broadcast, send a donation to Sid Roth. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278.